The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. It's day 46 of Summer in the Psalms right here on Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Back to Psalm 119. Thanks for listening, doing a little catch up here the last couple days. I'm sure you're used to the random spasms of podcast I, I drop, but... Uh, you know, got a couple things we're juggling here, but I definitely wanted to make sure that we finished our jaunt, our stroll through Psalm 119, the longest and often quoted uh, verse, definitely in Psalms and also in the whole Bible. Uh, it might not be the most quoted in the whole Bible, but uh, it's definitely the longest chapter in, in the whole shebang there. And so we are just taking our time to get through it each section has about eight verses we've been kind of tackling day per day hopefully you've uh been keeping up and getting something out of this amenben.com or pastorben at lovesiler.com if you want to touch base with me but let's go ahead and jump back into uh today's reading which well thursdays i'm, I'm doing this on friday but this was yesterday's reading or depending on when you're listening to this whatever it was day 46 um and Oh, look at that. Getting phone calls and everything. Uh, Psalm 97 is... No, Psalm 119, verse 97 is where we're going to pick up. I'm just going to read you these seven or eight verses because <clears throat> it's it's hard to pick out like my favorite part of this verse, but it all, all together works together. Psalms oftentimes work all together, and it's hard to pull just a little bit out of that um, sometimes. You really want to get the whole context. And so um, the 97 says, Oh, how I love your instructions. I think about them all day long. Remember, we're, this whole chapter is really about God's good rules and his good commands for us. Verse 98 says, Your commands make me wiser than my enemies, for they are my constant guide. Yes, I have more insight than my teachers, for I am always thinking of your laws. I'm even wiser than my elders, for I have kept your commandments. I have refused to walk on any evil path so that I may remain obedient to your word. I haven't turned away from your regulations, for you taught me so well. How sweet your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. Your commandments give me understanding. No wonder I hate every false way of life. This is just a whole doubling down on what's important in our minds. Oftentimes we say things are important and we may even take actions that show importance, but a lot of times you can gauge what is important to you by where your mind goes and what you think of. And far too often, I'm not saying this is you, but it might be, um, Many Christians these days, because we live in an age of distraction, because we live with so many alternatives, we think about God in certain situations or certain times and places. We pray or read our Bible uh, for a little square. You know, here's the progression. You know, there's some people that 
that they think about God and they do they they think accordingly like on Sundays or when you know when they go to church. And then if you're just super spiritual, you may think about God when you pray at your meals or when you read your Bible throughout the week, right? And and while I understand that we can't like be constantly reading our Bible and not, you know, working and taking care of our family and living our life. That's not what God necessarily wants us to do is lock ourselves away in a, in an ivory tower and just, just do nothing but read his word. I think we were supposed to take the word that we get and the instruction and the commands and the insights and spread them out. Like don't keep all that stuff for yourself. Uh, one pastor once said, we're spiritually obese like we we unhealthily take in all this stuff but we don't exercise that knowledge or that faith. And so we I'm not saying that we're supposed to just be obsessed with reading our Bible and praying 24 hours a day, 7 days a week and not doing anything else. But what we should be doing and what the psalmist is saying that they do that that he does is to carry that with them wherever they go. Think about those instructions all day long. Think about how that's working into your job or your classes or your lunch or your interactions. Like the the commands and the instructions uh, and the wisdom that, that God offers to you, sh- it, it shouldn't be something we just visit once a week. It should be something that marinates and kind of slow cooks in our heads and our hearts throughout the week and... Uh, and we think constantly how to apply that to situations. Like when you walk into a conversation, you're thinking, all right, I know God says love people, love your neighbor. So how do I do that in this situation? How do I love this person well? How do I serve this person well? How do I speak the truth and love to them? How do I guard myself from getting on off the wrong path there? We're, we're constantly living our lives with the awareness that God is there and his instructions are good and and they, they apply to every second and every moment of the day. And when you do that, like it shows you the results. Like it, it lays out in this psalm or in these these verses of this psalm, uh, you end up being wiser than your enemies. You end up having being smarter than your teachers, right? You end up um I mean there's there's some really good um outcomes from this and and when when you live that way when you do this then the outcome is understanding and and that's why it says how sweet your words taste to me they're sweeter than honey it's reading your bible and thinking about the things of god aren't something that we have to be guilted into and forced into like take your medicine right here's this nasty tasting medicine you've got to shove down your throat it's like mm. I like that. I like the sweet taste of God's word because you know the wisdom and the insight and the joy and the peace that it gives you and it, and, and the understanding. And then it, it, it ends up making you love um, the, the, the way of life following Christ. And it makes you hate, I don't say hate other people, but it makes you hate the idea of living any other way. Like it should give you a disdain for not for the person that's that's living that life. You should have some sympathy and and you know try to share that sweet honey with them. But it should give you a hatred of living life any other way, so that you'll stay away, 
So they just go, you know, I know what this tastes like. I know the outcome of living a life apart from the instructions of God, and I don't want any part of it. And so, the, but the more you marinate, the more you dig down into God's good instructions, the better it tastes to you, and you develop a taste for that and a distaste for sin. That's so important to keep in your, keeping up with that that way of that Christian way of life, that righteousness, that holiness that's developing in us. That's uh, Psalm 119, 97 through 104. We'll finish off Psalm 119 next episode.